time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Oh, brother! Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, he's the heartthrob of Turner Classic Movie Hosts, the Oscar Buzzy Movie Mank. That's just an old family story to him. Ben Mankiewicz. We're going to be talking Christmas movies with Ben in just a sec. First, let me thank my real sponsor, Me Undies. That's right. Most comfortable underwear in the world. They start with sustainably sourced beechwood trees and they turn it into the softest fabric you ever feel. And then it gets softer with every wash. Plus, they got men's, women's, underwear, sleepwear, loungewear, kids. They got the whole nine yards, wild prints. They got classic solids. They got everything. So it's, and here's the deal. Me Undies, great offer. Any first time purchasers, you get 15% off plus free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee. To get that 15% off your first order plus free shipping, and 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash pain, as in play with pain. That's MeUndies.com slash pain. I'm telling you, go there now. Knock off all your Christmas shopping. People will thank you, and you will thank me. So go to MeUndies.com slash pain. Incredible underwear right to your door. Two more quick things. One, my stat man, Jeff Cesario's new comedy album, What Was I Thinking, streaming now everywhere, too. The Chet Waterhouse Play With Pain mug, it's out now. Go to jeffcesario.com and knock off uh, the rest of your Christmas shopping. Just buy people mugs. People like mugs. And in honor of my guest, Ben Mankowitz, time for a cinematic Waterhouse update brought to you by Beige, the color with no holiday baggage. NFL Buffalo beats Pittsburgh like a bleeding Bruce Willis and diehard. The bills will not quit. Vikings get bonked with a paint can like Daniel Stern in home alone. And now that's how they'll spend the holidays home alone. The Colts crush Vegas like Natalie Wood in miracle on 34th street. Do you believe in Santa now? Jets limping home worse than tiny Tim in a Christmas carol. And yes, Zuzu every time Aaron Rodgers throws a TD an angel gets its wings. That wrap up sponsored by OCDC the most meticulous ACDC cover band ever. College football, Big Ten, visited by the ghost of Christmas future, and suddenly Ohio State's going to play for the title. Their opponent, Northwestern, hand-picked from the island of misfit toys. Gus Malzahn will have a white Christmas. He got fired by Auburn. He released a statement saying, love, you never do right by me. And Illinois fired Santa Claus himself, Lovey Smith. This is a weird Christmas. That wrap up sponsored by Holiday Catheters. Now with Santa, Elf, or Angel bags. Ho, ho, go with Holiday Catheters. Baseball. Cleveland Indians announced they're changing their name to the Akron Indians. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1901. The place, London, England. The first ever table tennis tournament was held at the London Royal Aquarium. The table 
probably sink. Table tennis not played on dry land until 1911. This Waterhouse Update brought to you by Bow Flex, the resistance Christmas bow that's a bitch to put on. Lose pounds wrapping with Bow Flex. Now it's time for the Play With Paint Christmas movie review featuring one of the most Jewish names ever, TCM anchor Ben Mankiewicz. Ben, how are you today? I'm very good. I appreciate you having me on again. <laughs> My pleasure. Now, where are we, uh, before we get rolling, in the Hanukkah arc? What are we, day four or five? Or Yeah, it's four-ish. Uh, I think last night was night uh, was night uh, four. Four, yeah, we did something Friday, Friday night. Uh, we like to start uh, lighting the menorah on about night six. Like, oh, crap, we've missed the first five nights, so uh, let's uh, move this along. Uh, you know, I celebrated a Christmas growing up, uh, but your reference to having the most Jewish name in show business, because my mom wasn't Jewish, although you would never know it if you'd met my mom. My father obviously was. And uh, my mother, the most Jewish mother in the history of non-Jewish mothers. And uh, so for a long time I said, you know, I, I was like, I'm not Jewish and uh, just chosen people. Chosen by whom? What a load of crap. And then at some point, I don't know, I, you know, knew my name and then I looked in the mirror. I had the glasses and I, you know, and I was like, who am I kidding? I'm going to go around my whole life named Ben Mankiewicz with this face and, you know, and be like, no, 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 technically I'm not Jewish. So really on that day, I was like, all right, I got to. Yeah, go with your this. natural skill level. Hey, listen, That's right. speaking of that last name, before we dive, let's talk Mank. Netflix, a uh, big deal. They're getting a lot of Oscar buzz. The picture Mank, which was based on like uh, a relative, your uncle or great uh, grand uh, something. No, no, just flat out grandfather. My dad's grandfather. dad. Bam. Grandfather. Bam. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, my great uncle, uh, Joe Mankiewicz, uh, infinitely more successful and infinitely less interesting. Um, the the uh, Mank, I mean, a surreal experience. I saw that, uh, you know, a few months ago. And uh, from the moment the title card comes up, you're like, what is this? Yeah. I mean, everyone in my family's called Mank, like, what are they doing? Nobody knows who this guy is. What kind of movie? Is and then during the movie, I don't know whether you've seen it, the word Mank, spoken like 82 times. Mank, Mank, come over here. Mank, great to see you. What does Mank have to say about this? I mean, it's it's unbelievable, and I loved it, and uh, it was a very, it was since I never met my grandfather, but it fit my father's description. It was, it was emotional, definitely, That's and it was awesome. good. Now, uh, were you or your brother Josh, who's the death angel on Dateline, were you guys consulted? <laughs> yeah, you know, I uh, get asked that a lot. And, like, first of all, God bless David Fincher. No. Like, he's making this movie. His grandfather wrote it. Like, he didn't care what... <laughs> he's like, yeah, I really want to check with these guys who, you know, were born after him, and they find out what they think. Um, yeah. What was interesting, though, is that he gave me a little part in it at the end. I'm the voice, the Oscar voice at the end of the movie. Um, and well, that's a thrill. Uh, so everything was already, but after it was over, one, I did a piece for CBS uh, Sunday morning, uh, which was really good with Fincher and talking about the movie. And, uh, um, and we put that together very nicely. But after the movie, he was incredibly interested in what the Mankiewicz had to say about it. And so was, uh, and so was Netflix. Um, and, uh, so I see the movie alone with my wife in a theater. They set it up for me before I did the CBS Sunday morning piece. And again, I'm like, I'm crying. I can't help it. I'm like, I yeah. can't believe this is happening. And then, so I, you know, it's two hours and 
you know, and we, I get up afterwards, this beautiful theater, nobody else there, and I get up to uh, to pee, right, like a normal person yeah. at the end of a two-hour event. And as soon as I stand up, this guy kind of comes out of nowhere wearing a mask. He's like, so, what would you think? What, what about Gary Oldman's accent? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And then before I say, could I just <laughs> go to the bathroom, I realize, oh, this is David Fincher, and I can't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <laughs> and we had this great conversation about it. He was uh, He's a very, very interesting, smart guy. Hold the bladder in. That's David Fincher. All right, let's dive into the Christmas movies. The heck with it. First, it's just, uh, it's, uh, first we're just going to, I'm just going to fire out some movies. We'll see what happens. First up, Elf. At first, you hear Jimmy Kahn as the dad, and you're thinking, eh. And then the whole thing kind of gelled. You got to tip your cap to John Favreau on this. So he pulled some pretty diverse elements together. You got Bob Newhart to Jimmy Kahn. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, that the uh, my favorite Bob Newhart movie is uh, he did a movie, 1962 movie called Hell Is for Heroes, not a Christmas movie uh, with right. Steve McQueen, and that's uh, and uh, you right right away with uh, with Newhart and Khan, you're like <laughs> that's how I remind it. I was like, well, he did a movie with McQueen, he can do a movie with Khan. Yeah, uh, right. I like Elf very much. Uh, it's a it's a nice combo kid parent movie because you know the the sex stuff my daughter has no earthly idea what's going on but she thinks it's hilarious when this giant person sits on little bob newhart's lap you know <laughs> so good movie to watch with the whole family uh may, may, whenever the whole family stay that's good because so we'll, we'll pick some time some good times to watch these two and that of course sponsored by high fructose corn syrup don't worry, something worse will come along. Next up, planes, <laughs> trains, and automobiles. Technically Christmas, yes or no? I mean, I know they try to push it as Thanksgiving movie, but I mean, I just, I love this movie, and I love John Hughes. Tells them simple stories, never lets anyone into the room to screw up a simple story, and I love that. Yeah, 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 I love planes, trains, and automobiles. And I, you know, I, I, Christmas... Uh, and uh, they're all Thanksgiving into Christmas. I like. I feel like they all count as long as it doesn't try to deliver a Christmas message, and it's good. Uh, I'll, 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 I'm likely to enjoy it the way I would any other movie. What I yeah. cannot bear is something you learn because it's Christmas. Then it's out. Right, right, right. Oh, that's good. But Place, Trains, and Automobiles also watched with my daughter. Probably makes me a bad parent, but uh, but she was into it. And who doesn't? That's John Hughes, like uh, with Ferris. It's John Hughes at his best. Yeah. So maybe we nudge that one towards later in the night where the little kids are already in bed thinking there actually is a fat man bringing them gifts. And dad hasn't had to take out a second mortgage. Sponsored by Bananas, the banana guaranteed to ripen tomorrow. Next up. Oh, let's go right at it. Home Alone. Massive mainstream studio movie, but it has stood the test of time. Uh, even with that whole 45 minutes to the airport thing. I remember that scene. They're running out of the house. We've only got 45 minutes to get to the airport. That makes me laugh really hard now. But, it, it, you know, for a mainstream movie, it, it holds up. Again, Hughes finds those underpinnings. He does, and, and people love it, and I get why they love it. I cannot bear how mean the kids are to each other. Like, I yeah. just, it drives me. I, I don't know why. Man, I hate stuff like that. Like, I don't I don't need, look, I'm an easy cry. Like, when Bart and Lisa are kind to each other, I can well up, right? Those old AT&T commercials, you know. You should sure. reach out and touch someone. They're family. Call them. Um, 
And uh, but I just they're so mean to each other. The parents are so indifferent to this cruelty <laughs> happening around them that I'm not uh, I'm not that into it. And I don't like yelling. I don't like uh, you know where the yeah, whole joke is. Like it gets well, But that said, I got it. I know why people like it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, here's a tip: go spend about six months uh, in a small ranch home in Wisconsin, and you'll understand everything. Sponsored by <laughs> Sugary Drinks. Don't just hydrate. Carbohydrate. Hey, let's go deep. Miracle on 34th Street, the original, not that overly sappy triple Christmassy remake. This is the original John Payne showing some range. You gotta love a time in this country when a guy could like barge right into a woman's apartment uh, just to try to sweet talk the kid so he could get to the mom. And uh, doors were just unlocked and people just did it. Pretty impressive uh, movie, I thought. Yeah, I, I like Miracle on 34th Street, and it goes a little bit against my learned something at Christmas, but the ones, the classic ones that just did it right are, are okay. And George Seaton, uh, I think, wrote it too, uh, directed it, and uh, you know, and you get a little, uh, you get a young uh, Natalie Wood, and and yeah, you know, Maureen O'Hara couldn't couldn't turn in a couldn't turn in a bad performance if you asked right. her to. So uh, yeah. yeah, you can't you can't go against a miracle. Yeah, and uh, that uh, it's fun to see the parade when it still was in a phase where it was thrown together. <laughs> you know, <laughs> where, yeah, that's right. When it, it, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't it's not start being, it's not, in April. <laughs> that's right. It's not being marketed. It's just a parade. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. All right. Oh, that's sponsored by three guys from Italy restaurants. Why do you got to know their names? What's it to you? You like the food? Shut up and eat. White Christmas. Flimsy story. But it works to hang all these great numbers on. And Danny Kaye, kind of a surprise here. I don't know if a lot of people knew. It's, you know, what's amazing to me. Ben Mankiewicz, I guess. So many of that generation were so multi-talented. Sing, dance, do comedy, do drama, act, stage, everything. And Danny Kaye proves that in spades in this. Yeah, the reason why uh, White Christmas is good because it's not my it's not my kind of movie. I'm not allowed to say that really out loud. But uh, but like you know, Ben can sing. It's just he's perfect, man. I mean, and, and yeah. you know, the, the kids today don't appreciate Ben Crosby. And yeah, Danny Kaye, these guys could they could do everything. I mean, for crying out loud, James Cagney was a song and dance man, yeah. right? Like um, James Cagney, White Heat, Public Enemy, Top of the World, one could hoof. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know Rosemary Clooney seeing her, she's. Uh, and, but oh. the great thing about this movie always is that, uh, like Casablanca director and Errol Flynn adventure director Michael Curtiz did this movie. Same thing. These directors, like that, you don't typecast them. They can do. My favorite John Ford movie is this movie about the mayor of Boston, played by Spencer Tracy, called The Last Hurrah. Like it's oh, politics. Yeah. It's not a western. It's great. It's great. Great yeah. political movie. So uh, yeah, I like uh, I like the varied nature of these, uh, and I think it's a Norman Krasna script, and that guy could uh, that guy could write a story. So man, when you got strength, as they say in sports, all the way up and down the lineup, uh, it makes a difference in the in the in the final product. That's for sure. Definitely, that's definitely, definitely. The Marianas trench coat, featuring the deepest <laughs> pockets in the business, Ben. All right, let's dive in a Christmas story. Darren McGavin, never better. Gene Shepard, aces, a great writer. Uh, this, uh, I think this may be uh, still, in a way, underrated. Yeah, I think so, too. Still this, I mean, you know, TNT, God bless them. They ran it on Christmas Day 
back to back to back. Like that, you know, in, in the era of a billion. No, but who does that? I, I love that they're. Maybe they still do. Um, well, you know but, what they uh, say, we, man. They say run it till you stop it. <laughs> that's what they say. In the. <laughs> the uh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Hey man, they can't. If you're getting eight yards a chunk. <laughs> exactly. why, why throw? Um, the uh, I uh, I saw it uh, Christmas story last night uh, here in uh, Santa Monica where I live at a drive-in, like a little oh, pop-up wow. drive-in. Brought uh, the family and uh, you know uh, uh, sat in the car, got a hamburger delivered for only twenty six dollars. <laughs> um, I mean, under 30, you get that delivered to your car. It's amazing. Wow. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, my daughter wanted a Gatorade, $7, under 10. It's a bargain. Um, and uh, uh, so it was great, though. I mean, watching the car, it totally holds up, and, you know, you're all together laughing. It was uh, it was great. I mean, I see it 15 times. Uh, didn't matter. And Darren McGavin, I mean, he's just, he's you know, no matter who your dad is, if you didn't hate your dad, there are moments from Darren McGavin where you're like, oh, that's my dad. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. So you spent twenty-seven bucks on a burger and a Gatorade, and you're watching a kid sweat it out over a seventy-five-cent BB gun. That's ironic. Totally, totally <laughs> exactly right. Sponsored by Creme de Hay for a holiday aperitif at one tenth the price of those fancy liqueurs. Try Creme de Hay. Next up, uh, it's a wonderful life, Capra making kind of, if you think about it, the weirdest plot line ever work incredibly well. And it's a classic now when it was released, not so much. Yeah, so many of these movies are like that. So many classic movies. And uh, yeah, look, first of all, obviously you get this movie set over Christmas with this, uh, you know, it's not so much about the holidays. One reason why it's okay. It just takes place over the holidays. And uh uh, it's not about the meaning of Christmas, it's about the meaning of life, right, and the worthiness of uh, of, of living. But it was uh, released on uh, January 7th. <laughs> like maybe <laughs> maybe you guys missed the boat there just a just a little bit. Um, wow, I uh, thought people have had little faith in me through my career. That's a that's a hard one. <laughs> the, uh, um, the so uh, you know uh, I think it's important that we bring everybody down for a second. The uh, Jimmy Stewart's performance, this first movie he made after coming back from World War II, he left in 1940. He signed up before uh, before the attack on Pearl Harbor. He flew, I think, 20 or 22 missions over enemy territory, heavy bombers, the first half of which they had no fighter escort. He was in charge of all these guys, 70-some-odd who were killed, many others wounded. Um, his PTSD was extreme. We didn't call it that, the shell shock. And that scene in the bar, Martini's bar, where he breaks down and cries. Capra is on a wide shot because he wasn't supposed to cry. And he sobs. He just breaks down. He recalls all this stuff that he'd experienced during the war, this sort of sense of hopelessness. And 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 Capra is like, oh, man, could you, uh, could you give me that again? Because <laughs> I wasn't tight. <laughs> And Stuart's like, yeah, no, no, I can't. <laughs> so Capra does this crazy uh, technique that we could obviously do now easily in an avid edit bay. But, you know, he turns this in to he, essentially they figure out how to zoom in, which distorts some of the clarity. But then he sort of puts the rest of the scene in that same image. And, yeah. and it totally it totally works. But but Stuart's uh, war service and what he went through. I mean, he went through as much action and danger and the responsibility he felt for the other men in his unit uh, as wow. anybody, as any actor in the, uh, in Hollywood. And eventually the guy became a, a brigadier general. Wow. 
And that, yeah. that, that's bringing it to the screen. All right, let's wrap this baby up with maybe the most controversial Christmas movie of all time. You may not even consider it a Christmas movie. Die Hard! I think it is a Christmas movie because Christmas plays a huge part in why this building is set up the way it is at that time of the year and how the plot moves forward. It's kind of important to the engine of the movie. Bubby. It's a Christmas movie. That's no Thank question. You. <laughs> Thank <laughs> the, you very um, much. Uh, Ellis, Ellis. Um, the, uh, yeah, uh, of course it's a Christmas movie. It's great. And, and I, I feel like watching it every year as strongly as, as watching uh, a Christmas story, you know, or it's a wonderful life. Like it's just, it's part of the fabric of Christmas. Yeah, of course it's a Christmas party. That's why they're able to take all those hostages. They couldn't, if they were spread out over all the floors, work in a regular day. I mean, Hans Gruber's not an idiot. Arbor Day, come on. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And the building's empty because it's Christmas. That's why they can, uh, that's why they can drive in and take it over and take the computer. It's perfect. It's perfect planning. You would expect it from, uh, from Gruber. Yeah. And if you don't agree with Ben Mankiewicz and me, you just take your ass over to the New Yorker and argue with them. Sponsored by Roberta (laughs) Flack Jacket. You're not killing me softly or loudly in my Roberta Flack Jacket. Okay, quick, just in case, uh, a couple of tips. Under the radar ones that maybe we haven't mentioned, National Lampoon Christmas Vacation, or I like the ref, or maybe the Santa Claus. One of that bunch that you think people should maybe sample this year that they haven't thus far. Uh, if you want an old one, it happened on Fifth Avenue. It's great. Great, great, great. So it's almost as good as It's a Wonderful Life, and it's funny as hell. Uh, you know, I don't know if it's under the radar, but Bad Santa. Uh, the oh, Apartment, yeah. Billy Wilder, you know. Uh, I, I, and, like, here's the first person to ever go right from the apartment to the family stone. <laughs> but I like the family stone. Uh, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker, a big sort of giant cast of big name actors and yeah you know i'm into it and oh and and then the, the the home for the holidays go back to thanksgiving that's uh jodie foster's movie with uh you know with holly hunter and uh uh the aunt bancroft and 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 uh um, you know what's the older guy's name he's the art, art no not art carney the guy who looks like art carney God damn it, oh sure a uh, 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 durning charles durning or one of those charles guys. durning yeah, yeah 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 i mean charles durning and aunt bancroft's marriage is as good as anyway I, for whatever i love that movie robert downey jr also yeah Wow. I can't believe I pulled Charles Durning out of my ass. My guest today, incidentally, sponsored by Miserati, the Jewish sports car, Ben Mankiewicz, (laughs) the insanely knowledgeable and entertaining man. Follow him on Twitter at BenMank77. Watch the movie Mank on Netflix. It's great. It's worth it. And catch Ben on TCM doing all the movies, the ins and outs and all the cool stuff. And uh, um, I'm sure you got some legitimate uh, Christmas lineup coming on instead of the crap we just hear it here. But anyway, Ben, thank you so much for coming on. Of course. Always a pleasure. Follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse and my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesario. His album, What Was I Thinking, streaming now everywhere. The Chet Mugs are here at jeffcesario.com. Thanks to all of you for listening. And thanks to my sponsor, MeUndies.com. Most comfortable underwear you'll ever wear. Hey, listen, if you want more of me this weekend, I'll be in Dull Creek, Michigan for the Bic Lighter Ice Sculpture Tourney. It takes even longer than it sounds. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain. Hey.